Hi, friend. Thank you for joining us at Pasture Experience Podcast. This podcast, inspired by Psalm 23, is a safe space to be honest with yourself, experience the Trinity on your own pasture journey, and join our soul-nourishing conversations wherever you are on your spiritual path. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope that you feel encouraged and known. Lucy, I'm so glad that you're here. I'm glad to be here. (laughs) This is so fun. Um, Lucy is a spiritual director. She's my spiritual director amongst many others, but I I invited you here because you've been such a beautiful influence in my life of how God speaks in really out-of-the-box ways and ushering me into that space. And um, the value that you offer of listening, I think, is so healing and just valuable. Um, And so I was wondering if you could just share a little bit about your heart and kind of how you even got drawn into the world of spiritual direction. Well, it is about my heart. Hmm. And the way I got into it, I was already on a path of spiritual formation that I feel like God put me on. Within that time of learning about spiritual formation, I learned about spiritual direction. Mm -hmm. And the more I heard about it, it was familiar. Like, Mm -hmm. I've been doing this before. I feel like people came to me and could confide in me. Mm that they felt like I was a safe place. And my mother gave me the gift of hospitality. And I feel like God gave me the gift of hospitality of the heart. Hmm. So I truly love to listen and love to listen to people's heart. Hmm. And I have a heart for those that are struggling with their concepts of God, Hmm. of feeling stuck or dry in their spiritual life. Um, wanting more. Yeah. And that's when they'll seek out spiritual direction. Mm-hmm. And we explore that and discover that and shine the light on what he's doing. Hmm. I love that. When people, sometimes people have like a, what is spiritual direction? How, how would you define or explain what that is to? I'll tell you what it's not. <laughs> what is it not? <laughs> It's not a guru. It's yeah. not even a life coach. It's not mm-hmm. counseling or therapy. Mm-hmm. It is a companion. And sometimes I don't like the word spiritual director because it sounds like I'm above the person spiritually yes. and I'm going to direct you what to do. Yeah. And it's so not that. It is a companion and mm-hmm. you're on the journey together. Mm-hmm. And listening to each other, listening to God, listening to the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And you need help sometimes. Yeah. People need help mm-hmm. seeing what's going on. Mm-hmm. And that listening process, that uh, discerning process is really better mm-hmm. when you go to someone and they help you. They yeah. help you along. They guide you. Mm-hmm. And so that's what a director does. And you do it so well. Oh, Um, we talked earlier about, you know, how every guest that comes on, I get to ask them sort of where, where you most resonate with in your pasture journey, you know, in Psalms 23 Mm -hmm. and where do you feel like you're experiencing God or meeting him right now? Well, I think early on in verse three, Mm -hmm. where it says he restores my soul. Because I can't be up all the time. Mm. 
We can't stay on the mountaintop all the time. We can't have spiritual highs all the time. Mm-hmm. We can't even be in a good mood all the time. Right, right. So there, there's times when I need restoring, mm-hmm. when I'm down. Mm-hmm. And that could be from really uh, illness to hearing bad news to something happening in my family or just the blues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when... That psalm says, he restores my soul, which some translations say life Hmm. or strength. Hmm. That's who I look to. And whether that takes five minutes, five days, five weeks, whatever, that's who restores my soul. There's nothing else that can restore my soul Hmm. like he can. Hmm. And that's because he's the good shepherd. And he cares. Hmm. And the way he cares is what restores. Mm Mm-hmm. And it could be that the circumstances don't even change. But yet, there can be a place of rest and restoration Mm -hmm. because he's caring Mm -hmm. and he's the shepherd and he's with, like it says, he's with us all the time. Yeah. He'll never leave us. Mm. He'll never stop shepherding us Mm. either. Such a comforting feeling. Mm -hmm. How, How do you experience him as a shepherd? Like, where is that space that you meet with him? Mm. Well, of course, in spiritual direction. Yeah. That's a platform for me. And a lot of times people talk about platforms as speaking platforms. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's a listening platform. Mm. And when I see what is taking place in someone that has come with discouragement or feeling distant from God or feeling despair even Mm -hmm. and I see how he starts working Mm -hmm. and that he is using me in that way and it's all about listening it's all about the healing that listening makes happen Mm -hmm. Um, you know we can speak and and we can listen. That's two ways of communication. But mm-hmm. there's always a space in between. And I'm not talking about a silence, real literal space. I just mean there's a betweenness. Hmm. When you know, is this connecting or not? And you know. Hmm. And when we listen to someone across from us yeah. and we see their face, which we can't do on devices. Right. But we can do in person, and we see their face. It tells a story, and you know if it's connecting or not. Yeah. So that connection for me on that platform I have as spiritual director is not all about me. Mm-hmm. That connection's about God mm-hmm. and what He's doing in that person and how He's using me mm-hmm. as a listening, as mm-hmm. a listening heart. Mm-hmm. You're just like this conduit. Mm-hmm. It's such a I gift. To be. It's such a gift. Was listening always something that came naturally to you, or is this something that you've just had to learn over time? I think I did learn it over time, but I believe the gift was there before I realized it. Hmm. And that's when I go back to saying people confided in me yeah. and told me things and knew it was safe to tell me things. But it was not until God really called me into that vocation that I knew there was a name for it and uh, even training for it. And so, um, you know, that that was very 
confirming. Mm. That's very confirming for me. What did you think you were tiptoeing into when you found yourself in the world of spiritual direction? Well, when I did, it was about seven or eight years ago. Okay. And people misunderstood it. Mm -hmm. So I would hear comments like, is that new age? Yep. (laughs) Heard that too. (laughs) And, um, you know, I still have people that say, now, what are you? Yeah. I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was unfamiliar. But, but like I said, seeing the, the difference it's made with people and, and having that confirmation from God that Mm -hmm. this is, this is a way that he works. Mm -hmm. We can't interpret our own lives sometimes. Yeah. It takes other people. Uh, and you can't even see your own face. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I can't see my own face. Mm-hmm. We can see a reflection, but right. we can't see our own faces. Mm. And so that process of reading somebody and seeing pain yeah. or doubt or fear or things in their faces is part of the listening. Mm. Even though that's visual, it's part of the listening. Yeah. I love that. The reading is part of the listening. Discernment Mm. and perception. Mm -hmm. Very important. Yeah. It's something that's so rare. I feel like in this, in our culture. Oh, it is. You know, it is rare. And, and how would, how would you encourage somebody to even start like entering into what it looks like to be a listener? Pay attention. Mm. Notice. Be present with people. Mm. When someone's before you, make them know that's an important thing, that Mm. listening to a heart is one of the most important things you can do. And so it is a hospitality. It's a welcoming. It's a warmth that they're not going to find just everywhere, even in families. Mm, yeah, true. They need it. Mm-hmm. People need to be heard. You know, when somebody says, she really knows me. Yeah. Or he really knows me. Mm-hmm. What they mean is they heard me. Yes. They have heard me. And that's how I would encourage relationships to be. Mm intimate is to listen to each other Mm -hmm. and hear each other's hearts Mm -hmm. I so agree when I was telling you the other day when I had a really hard day the other week there's not many people that I could say like this person knows like my heart and Brian's like you need to call Lucy and like no she's got a million (laughs) but the the gift of just Mm -hmm. feeling known and heard you're Mm -hmm. right like the time it takes to be willing to sit and just offer somebody the chance to be heard Right. I think is is that there's so much healing in that. It is. It really is. It is very healing. How does how does God listen to you? Well, I can whine and I can cry, <laughs> but you know sometimes it's not even words. Mm. I love to go out at night and look at the sky mm. before I go to bed, and it is as if we're locking eyes. Yeah, like God and I are locking eyes mm. because it's so awesome and you feel so little, but at the mm. same time, you feel so seen and big yeah. because you know that He's got His eyes on you. Yeah. 
So that's without words. Mm-hmm. That's like a, it's a prayer without words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in scripture, mm-hmm. you know, when that scripture will just speak to you yeah. in comfort or whatever way. Mm-hmm. Um, and other people, mm-hmm. he speaks to me mm-hmm. in little small gifts of grace. Mm-hmm. And in the mundane. Yeah. You can you can have big things of God happen to you, but you also need to know it's the little dailies. Yeah. Um, I think it's Einstein that said, "Live." Um, there's two ways to live. One is as if nothing is a miracle. Mm. The other is as if everything is a miracle. And right now, the breath in my lungs and me sitting across from you mm. is a miracle mm. because he gives us the gift of life. Yeah. And that can be celebrated in our everyday ordinariness mm-hmm. as a miracle. Mm-hmm. Which listening is this such this simple, yeah. but it is such a powerful. Yes, yes. And just life changing gift. How would you encourage somebody to even that maybe says like, I'm not a good listener I can't hear God, what would be like a question that you would start to invite them into to even be aware of how to hear from him? I think back to the word notice and Mm -hmm. being aware. Maybe every day at the end of the day, they could say to themselves, how today was I drawn toward faith, hope, and love? Mm -hmm. Or how did I turn away from it? Hmm. Or what gave me life today, God? Mm-hmm. Or what was life draining today? Mm-hmm. And just make a habit of every day at night asking mm-hmm. yourself that. And then in your day, you'll start noticing those mm-hmm. things. I love that. Yeah. We call that the examine. Right. Going, That's going a over. That's discipline. I was yes. slipping in there. I loved it. I loved it. I was like, <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> it's but so it, hard, but it's so it's helpful. It's so true. It's so true to notice. It makes you notice. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. How do you notice him in the, the small, mundane, little ways? Like, what are some of those little miracles for you? I can find a rock mm. that um, can remind me of something or just the beauty of a flower mm. on my walks. Mm. I can hear the creek that runs close to my house and think of the living water that's running through me that I read in the word that morning. Hmm. I can see in faces of people, uh, his image Hmm. because we're made in the image of God Mm -hmm. and I can choose joy. Yeah. And that is God. Mm -hmm. No matter what's going on to choose joy is God. Yeah. To choose him. Yeah. Hmm. That faith, hope, hmm. and love. Yes. Turn in toward that. Yes. I used to feel crazy when I was finding those little miracles, especially, you know, in like the fresh fog of grief. Um, and I would come in and be like, he was in the clouds, you know, and my boys were like, mom, you've officially, you've gone. But when you start to live that way, like, mm-hmm. like you said, like everything, everything is beautiful and everything matters and it's a miracle. So. Right. It's just, it's, it's listening to creation right I love that like this morning I was praying about creation and I thought 
and thinking about this podcast, yeah. listening. And last night, woke up to the thunder. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this morning, mm-hmm. in my little room, heard the soft chirping of a little bird. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you are always, mm-hmm. always being heard yes. in some way. Yes. And he's listening. Mm-hmm. And he listens to us. Mm-hmm. That's so good. It's so true. Mm-hmm. I think that the oftentimes when I used to feel like in a season where he was really quiet, um, he wasn't there. But then I had a moment where I was watching our youngest like share this big story. And I found myself wanting to interject. And I felt like God just shifted my perspective of a good parent just listens. Like, yeah. do you want to talk at him or do you want to listen to him? And I suddenly realized... Oh my gosh, that's what that's what God's been inviting me to. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm just right here next to you. You, you're you're talking, so I'm gonna listen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there you were. I just thought you were gone. Right. Well, you know, when someone comes and says, I just feel distant from God. Yeah. I just, I feel like He's not there. Mm-hmm. I just, ha- I have to make myself not smile because I'm so excited. Because that is when yes. He's doing something. Yes. And it's not that He's not there, and it's not that He's distant. Mm-mm. But he is, they're wanting more and he's wanting to give more. Mm-hmm. And he's bringing them to a new mm-hmm. stage in their relationship with him. He's always pursuing, always pursuing. Yes. That's like the magical spot. Yeah. It's so good. It is. It's so good. Oh, any other just ways that listening has changed you or changed even your rhythm of life? Listening to others makes it. You know that God put relationship in our hearts also. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. it's relational. Mm -hmm. One, but three. Mm -hmm. And that's what he wants for us. So to to live like it doesn't matter, Mm -hmm. that you don't have to listen to people, Mm. or that community doesn't matter, Mm. is sad. Yeah. And whether it's a one-on-one relationship like spiritual direction or in your churches or wherever you have community, Mm -hmm. there is a place to listen Mm. and to be with each other. Mm -hmm. We, we belong together. Yeah. We need each other. And there's science that's showing now the brain doesn't really even, it's not even at full capacity unless there's somebody else working with it, you know? Really? Yes. So we are, creatures that Mm. need each other and listening is a part of the relational pull and the relational glue Mm -hmm. that you can know you can know me by listening to me I can know you by listening to you right and we can both know ourselves more fully yes and know God more fully yes by all of the listening we Mm -hmm. do to Mm -hmm. him to ourselves to each other Mm -hmm. I agree well and I love that you said that because I feel like my hope with this podcast experience is that to invite people to really pay attention and be honest and listen to themselves first yes I think this world where it's so easy and I know for me it was so easy to listen to others first and figure out who I was instead of doing the hard interior work first. That's exactly right. And so I, and that's another part of direction. Yeah. Yeah. Is to help somebody get those desires mm-hmm. out, get those emotions, get those the struggles mm-hmm. where you know you you're identifying them. Right. And then you know what God is inviting you to. Yeah. So good. As we kind of close and our time 
Would you share um, with our listeners and those who are with us what else you offer and, and how they could find out about the gifts that you that you offer through your hospitality? Uh, on our property, my husband and I have a little outbuilding mm-hmm. that is furnished with a full bath, a full bedroom with desks, sofa, little kitchenette. Mm-hmm. And it is for people that want to get away with the Lord. Mm-hmm. It is for silence and solitude, one person at a time, of course, solitude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and most people stay 24 hours. Some mm-hmm. stay 48 hours. Um, I have as many men come as women. Mm-hmm. And it is a very special time, a special place. Not that the place mm-hmm. is magic. Mm-hmm. It's that God blesses those that come to be intentionally with yes. Him. And there's no Wi-Fi. You are you can be totally unplugged. Mm-hmm. Um, and all they do is email me and tell me a date they want to come, and I can put it down and okay. um, yeah, live in Columbia. So I love it. I love it. And we'll add your email to the show notes if anybody is in town and would like to take advantage okay. of that I've always just prayed God you send the people yeah and he does you've never There's, you've never marketed it but nothing no and how often do you have somebody there oh somebody's there every week yeah it. at least one day during the week or two days or the weekend yeah. I love it I love it well you listen to him and now you're inviting others to listen mm-hmm. it's beautiful do you have any final nuggets or wisdom experiences that you'd love to to share I think you're a very special person and I'm glad that you're promoting what you're promoting listening um, being with God finding your true self um, loving people mm-hmm. loving God creating your pastures don't cry I won't <laughs> Thank you for being here, Lucy. Thank Thank you you for the gift you offer. Love you. Love you. As always, thank you for taking time out of your space and your um, day to join us here at Pasture Experience Podcast. I hope that you were able to, during our time, um, just listen to yourself and experience a new nugget of how the shepherd is inviting you and meeting you. love to just end our time reading Psalm 23 over you as you go about your day. May you know that he is with you regardless of what your circumstances look like. Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. And surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Grace and space to you today.